okay, let's do this fucking shit. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Sitting Ringside. This is episode number 36. We are live. What's that, uh, Arlo? I said pick up sticks. Pick up sticks. (laughs) Yeah, man, we got it. David's coming live from his uh, quarantined coronavirus bunker. There we go. (laughs) Well, we got a good episode. We got a good episode tonight, guys. Uh, we have uh, lots to talk about. Um, UFC uh, event that happened last weekend. We have the UFC that's coming up uh, this weekend. Um, a lot, a lot of events got canceled or postponed um, due to the, the, the coronavirus. Um, just some crazy, crazy news in the last couple hours. Uh, I've been busy trying to catch up with all the, the cancellations and postponements um onto the website so it was uh it, it's crazy man this whole uh, coronavirus is just uh, not affecting not um you know mma or boxing events but all over the world you know all the the, the events that's uh scheduled for this month and possibly even for next month but um like, yeah, we'll, it, we'll, it, we'll get it, on it, to that uh here in a little bit it's it's even affecting like high school yeah yeah, like, it, like, it is. Like some of the kids I train, they play basketball and they're in the state tournament this weekend. It got canceled. Yep. A lot I of mean, wrestling wrestling yeah, tournaments got world, canceled you know, too. Wrestling so, uh, tournaments, uh, <clears throat> a couple of boxing events got canceled too already. I mean, yep. I don't know, man. I think we lost Dave. <laughs> I, th- I think his coronavirus took the best of him. Dave has that rare strand that is – it affected him rectumly through his anal cavity. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he gets for having mute. This is what he gets for being muted. <laughs> I, I could do a whole, like, <laughs> now he's on. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I could have done that all straight faced and been like, right. It, it's affected him rectumly. It's gone through the anal cavity. Um, <laughs> it's bleeding out of his nose. <laughs> yes, it's it's going from the bottom to the top instead of top to bottom. I, we don't know. They've never seen this. <laughs> he is quarantined in a basement right now for seventy two hours <laughs> under private watch, and then another ten days on his own. <laughs> you got to keep the faith, though. You know, and people's like, "Oh shit, he's serious." I'm gonna start a widespread fire of rectum fucking coronavirus. That <laughs> we heard it on sitting ringside. Hey, possibly uh, in a bubble suit. Maybe next week we'll all just be doing the show in a full bubble suit, right, Rob? Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah man! man. I'll, I'll be in a bubble suit. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> straight up hazmat suits, man. Just... <laughs> 
Oh my God. Well, guys, uh, <laughs> we also have uh, Jalen uh, uh, Fuller. Um, he's going to be fighting in the main event for uh, Southwest MMA series. Um, and that's coming up here April 4th. We're going to be getting him on uh, in about 30 minutes or so to, uh, you know, talk about his fight. Um, I did interview his opponent, um, Keenan Jackson. You can find that uh, interview at uh, fivebookmma.com. Um, it was pretty cool. You know, I got to hang out with him there at Jackson Wink's uh, gym. So it was, it was pretty awesome, man. But uh, let's get started with USC 248. Um, it was a badass card. Except for the main event. Except for the main fucking event. Um, from the early from the early prelims all the way to the to the co-main bomb. Awesome fights. Um, it was not uh, boring it's, it's, at it's all. Kinda, it's kind of like that really cool movie. They're like, oh shit, this is a great movie. Then they fuck it up at the very end. <laughs> You're like, what, that was the end. That's what it was. It was that. Damn, that's the shittiest ending I've ever seen to a movie. That's what that card was. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty I much, agree. man. <laughs> I mean, like, I hated – I don't want to start at the top, but I'm bitching about the top, the fucking main event. <laughs> I, I got bored in the first 30 seconds. I was like – Yeah. That's this what it is was. Not really it was happening. That. Damn, that's the shittiest this, ending I've yeah. ever seen this, to a movie. This is, I've seen fighters get was. too much respect, but that was way too much respect to start this damn fight. I mean, I'm like, come on. Come yeah, on. Anyway, I just wanted yeah. to bitch about it first. I mean, hell, we this may be our last show. We may be dead next week. So, I mean, hell, we can do it. We can do whatever the fuck we want to right now. Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, the one that the, the one that I wanted the one that I wanted to talk about was uh, the Sean the Sean O'Malley fight versus Quinones. Thank you. Yep. That fight was pretty cool, man. It was pretty badass. I thought for sure Quinones was going to come in and destroy this fool. Nope. Nope. O'Malley worked him and knocked his ass out in the first two minutes of the first round. Bro, I mean, what does that say about this guy for reals? Yeah, legit, I mean, but he sounds like he sounds like he should be like a 1900s boxer with the last name O'Malley. You know, you think of them old <laughs> Irish right? boxers? Yeah, that's what he sounds like he should be. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't he coming back? Uh, what two years off? Yep, I believe it was. It didn't fucking look. It didn't yeah, it look like years. he was off for two years. No, it looked like he was just off for another. You know what? Six months. Uh-huh. And ready to come in and fight. I tell you what, him being off two years looking like that, he he had to have been training the whole time. The, you can't you can't tell me you didn't you didn't stay in the gym during that two year hiatus because he, he come back and didn't look like he missed a beat. Probably looked better than he did before he took time off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think, think uh, David? Yeah, I think Dana White even said too. Um, you know, he's been out so long that if he's going to get a quick turnaround. We're going to see O'Malley probably back in there. You know, Dana said, you know, a month, a couple months. You know, what I mean, he's fresh. Oh, um, went out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, impressive stuff uh, from Sean O'Malley. Uh-huh. Uh, I love his uh, post uh, after the win. Uh, we said Henry Cejudo kind of peed himself a little bit. Uh, 
being the performance that was. So uh, that 135, O'Malley climbing the ranks, um, possibly getting a, maybe a title shot in 2020, um, depending on who they match him up with next. He's got a, a big name, even being out as long as he has been. Um, he'll probably get a high-profile name and um, I think a couple more wins. Uh, you can see Sean O'Malley up there in the, in the top five of but the 135ers, I mean, Henry Cejudo holds the title. We know who he's fighting next. Um, we'll see what happens. What plays out uh, next for Sean O'Malley. Yeah, I mean, if, if whoever whoever they put in front of him, if he wins the way he did the next two fights, then for sure he'll get a title shot. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, I don't. Yeah. I, I oh, think as long as he just wins. Go ahead, Dave. I, I didn't know. Oh, I mean, cut out for a second. Yeah, no, sorry. yeah also, that's because uh, at the top of this division, uh, I, I, you know, I think Dominic Cruz is going to be making a comeback uh, soon. And I think with Corey Sanhagen, Dominic Cruz, maybe the fight that's going to be booked in May. So that is definitely another guy that's at the very top of a 135. Sanhagen's yep. a killer. Dom Cruz is a legend uh, at 135. So uh, I think O'Malley's, like I said, got a couple fights uh, before. Cause I think Sanhagen gets Cruz out of there. He gets the title shot. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And uh, I, I think I think he gets a title shot. Just it, he doesn't have to win the same way he won Saturday. I, I think as long as he wins and puts on a show, I, I think he gets the title shot. Yeah, yeah, because he looked impressive, man. I mean, but, just seeing just seeing him in those first two rounds, how composed he was, how accurate he was. Um, especially fighting a guy like Quinones. I mean, this guy's a brawler, you know. So for putting all this hype on Quinones, and then here comes Sean, you know, O'Malley two years later, and then puts a performance like this in the first two minutes. I mean, that's like badass. Rudy, yeah, did you pick him on your bets? O'Malley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how much did you win? Oh no, it was a parlay, bro. I always bet a parlay uh, to you know, it's little risk but huge reward. Nice. Uh, it didn't pan out very well thanks to uh Adesanya and Jack. Oh, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. <laughs> hey, you guys know who would uh, you know, it'd be a great fight for Sean O'Malley. We just had him on the show a couple weeks ago. John Dodson. John Dodson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that'd be a O'Malley in front of any of these guys, and it'll be just a banging fight, man. Definitely. Yeah, even uh, the Munoz. I mean, he's always been one of my favorites uh, since the RFA days. Uh, Pedro yep. Munoz, Brian Ortega, too. I, those guys, I, I followed their careers. Yeah, Munoz, that's a definite matchup, too. I could see it happening. But like you said, Rob, match O'Malley against any of these top guys. We'd love to see what he can do in there. But um, I do like the John Dotson fight, though, and I hope that does happen because Dotson's never been stopped. He's coming off a killer win. Um, if he can stop O'Malley, stop the hype, uh, Dodson's still up there at the top. You got to get through him to get to the top five, basically. Yeah, I think that's what that's probably going to be the better move to do is to put him in front of Dodson. And like you said, if Dodson does win, maybe Dodson one more fight and he gets that title shot. Because right now, I mean, like we say, the rankings don't – it was a good fight. I mean, it, in, it finished in a decision win. Um you know, Alex did what he had to do to win. And, uh, you know, I thought for sure Max Griffin was going to be uh, a more tougher opponent against uh, Oliveira. But, you know, it is what it is with these uh, decision wins. And uh, 
It was pretty close, I think. I don't know. What was your opinion, David? Yeah, like we talked about last week, this is a fight I kind of I look forward to seeing Alex Oliveira compete. Uh, I don't care who it is across the cage. Max Griffin, I thought this was a good opponent for him. Um, but Alex Oliveira has always proven to be just that tough, gritty guy. Um, either he's going to come in there, guns blazing, and take you and look to take you out early. Uh, Max Griffin proved his toughness there to, you know, get the fight to the late to the third round, where it seemed pretty close. I mean, going into the third, I mean, it was one-one. Um, you know what I mean? But it came down to a split. Uh, Alex, man, we're busy. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Dave, man. It, it was it was a good action-packed fight. I mean, it didn't didn't disappoint. Nope. Didn't disappoint. Nope. I, like 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 we said, I enjoyed this card all the way up until the fucking main event. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the next fight, yeah, the next fight we had a performance of the night, uh, killer knockout from Benil Darius to Kyle Klaus, never been finished. Yeah, um, that that ending sequence was great. Um, it kind of set up uh, the momentum going into the co-main event. But um, shout out to Benil Darius. I mean, he took in some losses to some tough cats. Um, he's a very tough cat himself and proved that uh, he's out there still knocking dudes out and um, still a force there, too. But uh, Klaus, he had, uh, you know, low-key had some heat, uh, had some momentum, momentum coming into this fight. And Dariush, I thought, was a great opponent. It was great matchmaking here. So uh, Dariush proved his keep and his uh, you know, staying in the UFC because now Jakar Klaus has got to climb that ladder back up again and, um, you know, rack up wins. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was a good fight. Me. In any women's MMA fight, was the funnest fight for me to watch. Just because of how um, badass these these uh, women fought in that cage, man. Um, nobody thought Joanna was going to be able to stand and bang against uh, yeah. Zhang the way she did, and that hematoma. Oh my god! Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we we kind of called it though last week that she built a bang with her. Yeah. Yep. I I, pi- I picked her that she was going to win by decision. I did too. Yeah. I called a split decision, but I mean, hey, she. And the thing is, is sometimes you win even when you lose. And we were oh, talking yeah. about we were talking about this being kind of her last chance at something. I don't think so. I think she won herself a couple of more draws to see what she's got left in the tank after this show that proves she can take it just as good as she can give it. Yeah, and yep. I think like after the fact that like, the fight was so good that you heard some takes from fighters like Valentina Shevchenko, Kenny Florian, uh, Michael Bisbeing. Um, I think uh, Valentina Shevchenko's take was pretty interesting because she said she thought Joanna won the fight because uh, the damage Joanna took, uh, that hematoma, I think it happened in the third round. It was from one shot. But, you know, I mean, Bang kept, you know, kept you know, tagging her up. Uh, she showed a very strong fifth round, which I think won her the fight was the fifth round. Um, it was a competitive fight. Like we said, it was it came down to the end. Joanna showed incredible heart. Um, she just never really, uh, like, the damage she's taken in fights before, she's never really shown damage very well. She didn't wear it well uh, last Saturday night, and that kind of swayed the judges' uh, Zhang's way. But I think it was even going into the fifth round. Uh, Zhang landed some big shots early. Joanna was there. Uh, Chris, like uh, uh, Arlo last week, he said Joanna, when she's in the pocket, uh, none, none of her stuff's sloppy. She's super crisp. Zhang the same way. Um, it was a great competitive uh, women's fight. 
fight. Uh, I think one of the better fights we'll see in a while. I mean, given what the main event played out to be, um, a lot of people are saying it's one of the best fights in MMA history. Um, we'll see that play out. It's definitely a Hall of Fame fight, though. Oh, um, fuck yeah. Easy. Easy. I was just yeah, thinking that right now. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, it, like Arlo said, it's it's definitely some sign for Joanna in a loss. Uh, but Zhang, I think uh, Valentina Shevchenko is really critical about uh, Zhang. I think she's going to lose the belt uh, in her next, uh, uh, whoever the point is, Rose Namahunas. But Zhang is as tough as nails. She could go in there and knock out Jessica Andrade, goes in there with the best, one of the best uh, women's strawweights there's been, takes her to the you know to the fifth round, does what she did. I think Zhang's going to be a champion for a little while. Rose may give her some problems just because her style, because she moves a little bit better than Joanna, I think. And look at what Rose did to uh, Joanna. So I think if that fight does happen, uh, that's going to be another really tight, tight, uh, close uh, competitive matchup for Zhang. But fantastic fight. Loved it. Knew it was going to come down. Down to the fifth round, and um, Zhang edged her out uh, via the damage she did. Yep. Yeah, I I think for sure uh, Zhang will carry this title for probably another. I I say probably another couple years, um, just for the fact of that performance. And like you said, David, I think in, in the fifth round is what what made it happen for her to win that. Because like in the in the third and the fourth round. You can see her kind of being tired and like not um, really executing her for her to hurt her. Um, it just kept growing and growing and growing. Um, and you can see Joanna touching it because, huh? I said she looked retarded, bro. She looked like a freak. She was unrecognizable. And people gave me yeah. shit for for making memes. I'm like, bro, I do this every fight night. And guess what? <laughs> yeah, you do. She's she's she has a horrible attitude. So she kind of deserved it. <laughs> see, I didn't like, uh, see, the thing about this fight, too, Joanna, I mentioned it last week, I referenced it, is uh, going into the fight, Joanna had hinted, like, this is, uh, I, I won't fight that much longer. Retirement is, is kind of imminent uh, within a couple bouts. But her going out there and just showing a heart of a champion, competing with Zhang, I think she's around. But I didn't like to hear that. You never want to hear about a fighter planning to retire pre right the night before a title fight. You know what I mean? We've heard it from a couple fighters before. But Joanna went out there and just definitely showed uh, the heart and took Zhang to those five hard rounds, which we didn't. We've never seen Zhang go that far in a fight. So she, the champions sometimes that's the way it's going to play out. Look at what's been happening to Johnny Bones. He's been having to go five rounds with every person late in his career, and he's the goat. You know, so Zhang going these five rounds. I think uh, her next performance will probably be that much better. No. On the retirement side, uh, she probably won't be back then. If you're already talking about it, you're, you're, you're pretty much done. Uh, had I heard her say that, yeah, it probably would have changed a lot on my mind. The only thing I, I didn't like about uh, Zang and the thing I won't agree with you on, Birdo, is when you said she – is going to hold that belt for the next few years. Not if she makes every fight like that. Well, no, I don't think because, it, it, because, I don't think that fight. Like. Yeah. I don't know if it's, it's just the opponent that she fought because of Joanna. I mean, Joanna is a crafty fighter. I mean, we all saw it mm -hmm. the last Saturday night, you know, the other fighters that Zhang has, has fought weren't like that style of fight. You know, Zhang yep. finished them real quick. She she looked like the bigger, tougher uh, fighter. Um, obviously, she did the same. She looked bigger with uh, Joanna, but 
you got to always also put in the factor of what Joanna's skills are. And all these other fighters didn't have that. Now, Rose, on the other hand, she's probably like up there with Joanna and, and probably even could be even a more of a competitor than, uh, than Joanna against Zane. Just because now, of who Rose is and who she trained. Come out victorious. It, 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 it really proved that she had the grit to get in there for a hard, hard five rounds. Mm -hmm. And, and, and every, everybody needs that. A, a lot of these, a lot of these UFC fighters don't get that. Then when they do, they, they break. You know what I mean? And yep. they didn't they, a lot of times they'll lose to not necessarily a better fighter. They just lost to a tougher fighter. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's great fighters and there's also fighters that fight great. They, yeah, those are two different things. And uh, so I, that's what I was impressed with the most with her, that she, she got in there, she stood, she banged, she took the hard shot, she gave the hard shot. You know, she, she really she proved a lot to herself also Saturday night. Yeah, totally agree. Well, I don't even want to talk about the next fight. <laughs> <laughs> so you think, you think these uh, women could possibly be the, the uh, Gotti versus Ward of the uh, MMA world? Dude, those I'd like two were Saturday fight. night. I'd like to see another fight between them, bro. You know, a rubber match. I would, too. Might as well run them back. They do. Might they as well run them back. That's a fight I to can, make. And, ma and make, it, make it the headline. Make it, make it the main event. You know, yeah, exactly. On Saturday night, dude. I mean, I mean, these two girls stood in there and went to war, literally. And so, hell yeah, let's. I, I would love to see them run them back. I'd pay for it. You know, that that'd be a dope ass fight. <laughs> yeah, I, you know that's true. I, I think if they should do it, uh, uh, run it back, make it the headline, make it a, a another stacked event, and. You know they they'll put on another show. I mean, there's no mm -hmm. doubt. There is no doubt that they'll probably even go ten times harder on this fight if they do run it back, just so they don't go all uh, all five rounds. Like you guys think, um, yeah. Also, like uh, Valentina Shevchenko said that the damage that Joanna took that caused the hematoma. Green, I believe too. You know that that played a factor in it. Uh, but I don't think it played as big of a factor because she was still going. Now, I think it had played a bigger factor had that thing blew up like it did, and you see her retreating and running and not doing the same. Then that really plays the factor, but it, it's almost like a cut. Basically, it is a cut without breaking the skin. Yeah. You know, yep. is what she had. Yeah, because so, it started yeah, so, out really small. I mean, it was like a little egg-type deal in the middle of her forehead, and then the fourth round, fifth round, it just blew up completely. Yeah. Everyone it was, was those, yeah, out. it was those jabs that Zing was giving, you know. I mean, yeah. she was putting it on her, and then it was an easy target for uh, for Zing to, you know, try to uh, get her really. Um, um, what do you? How do you, can you say it? Uh, off her game. Yeah, yeah, to possibly do a doctor stoppage. Yeah, like one thing I liked what Rudy said. Rudy, Rudy asked, "Do you think it'd be the Gotti Ward of female MMA?" I would say yes. Because it's set up just like Gotti Ward was. You got the tough aging fighter, which is Joanne, and which was Mickey Ward in that fight, who didn't have wasn't who he used to be, but still just tough as nails and always dangerous. 
same concept. And I, you know, you got the younger fighter in Zhang. That's the champion coming in. Kind of, I mean, not not super super young, but I mean young enough, like <laughs> like Gotti was. And uh, so so I think it would be, and I think if they run it back, I don't think we're going to see round one. I think we're going to see round six. Yeah, I think they're going to start with round six and just yeah. going and go back up. Because there's no need Beast to fill each other out. There's no there's no fill out anymore. We know what each other's made of. We already know we know the best of each other. They know each other better than anybody else does right now. Yep. So they run it back. It, I, I say it goes right into round six. It probably goes another uh another five round fight. And and I think again it'll be a toss up. I think it'll just be another toss up. I, I don't really see one side over, you know, just over overpowering the other side. I think it goes to another split decision. Sam, I'm going to go. I think Zang does it again if they run it back. And I think they need it with, with, with all the cancellations and stuff going on with MMA and UFC, I think they seriously need to look at that at running those two back because I think that'd be a big boost for this summer, uh, summer or end of summer, for let, you know, let, those, let those two girls run it back, put on a show yeah. again. I think it'd be a big boost, especially with some of the lackluster performances in the last like three months of uh, of uh, main events that y- that UFC's had. Well, speaking of lackluster main events, closing the topic. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why. Exactly why I said it like that. I Moving mean, on. Yeah, we know. I mean, the middleweight title was on the line. Uh, Izzy Adesanya, momentum coming in, uh, lots of heat in this fight. Uh, Yoel Romero, we know what he's capable of doing in there. An older Yoel Romero, by the way, 43-year-old guy. Uh, I don't know, is he old, guys, or is he Not still young? Not Berto. 67 years old. Bored the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, when they're walking around and, and Israel's got his hands up, over his fucking head, or uh, Romero's walking around with his hands up over his head and does the little Ollie shot. I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm gonna start playing my sniper game on my phone and fucking sit <laughs> here. I mean, I, I I hate when that shit happens. I hate when they do it that way. It just irritates the piss out. Get in the. It's you know what you signed up for, fellas. You know what yep. you signed up for. Like you yep. know. Well, let's but, pause real quick. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Jalen Fuller on the show right now. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Right on, man. Right on. Um, So, uh, Jalen, go ahead and tell everybody uh, who you are, where you train, and uh, when are you fighting? Uh, So, my name is Jalen the Gentleman Fuller. Uh, I train out of Duke City MMA currently. I used to be with Latrell MMA, uh, but we had a Split to a new gym, um, and I will be fighting April fourth against Keenan the Lion Jackson. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I remember seeing you fight uh, back in uh, the Southwest MMA Series uh, twenty nine. Um, you won that fight in what twelve seconds of the first round? Uh, that was the uh, the LFA fight that I had was twelve seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it was the fifty nine seconds. Fifty nine yes, seconds. Yeah, fifty nine seconds. My bad. Um, that, uh, when I saw you fight, man, and, and, and the way you grabbed your opponent and just dropped him and you just started just, man, you were just in beast mode that night. Um, 
but when I was typing away and, and then I looked up, I was like, the fight's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's not even any pictures. I was kind of upset because I didn't get to post anything to like Instagram or Twitter or anything because it was over too quick. But well, exactly. I mean, I bet the camera guys were like, all right, let's start. Oh, shit, it's over. <laughs> Same with probably with the LFA. I mean, you, you finish that fight in 12 seconds. I mean, if you blink, you, you know, you miss the fight. Yeah, my dad did miss the fight. He turned around, started getting his, uh, getting his phone out, and it was already over. He was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You're going to have to watch the highlights now, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if there's any video, I mean, you'll have to dig deep with the LFA and see if there's any, uh, you know, reruns on uh, UFC Fight Pass or whatever, or on Access TV. <laughs> but uh, so – you're coming into this fight, three wins in. Um, you're going to be filing Keenan, which uh, Keenan is another guy that's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a big dude. I mean, he's, he's got some, uh, you know, athleticism uh, with him. Um, how do you see this fight going? And what's your, uh, without giving any secrets away, like what, where do you see yourself uh, um, ending this fight? Uh, I see myself ending this fight um... – it, it, ideally in like a clinch position, uh, but, you know, Keenan's a really tough, smart fighter. He's a very smart fighter. He does not put himself in those dangerous positions. Um, so, you know, I, I just kind of see this one kind of being the dogfight everyone's been waiting to see both of us get into. Um, you know, kind of from what I can gather, word around is that uh, this is the fight for both of us to really test us because we've kind of steamrolled our way through, um, you know, his – eight fights that he's had total, including his amateurs and mice. You should always be training for that five, uh, you know, at 25 minutes. You know, you should always kind of have that in the back of your mind. Now, now knowing that you said this is going to be the dog fight everybody thinks it's going to be, does does that change your mentality any? Like, like is, is there a different dog you're going to dig down into a little bit more to pull out uh do, do you do you see yourself you know going a little harder in training you know building that whole mindset getting ready getting ready for war uh, you know the, the way that i i train in general is getting ready for war Absolutely. Um, the mentality doesn't change the mentality does not change um you know i'm always going in there you know no matter who it is, I'm still going to go in there to hit you as hard as I possibly can, as often as I possibly can. And you know, no matter what the situation, no matter what somebody said about somebody's mama, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to go in there to knock you out. You know, that's yep. my goal, no matter what we do. <clears throat> and, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what I'm hoping to get done here. You know, he's a high level grappler, you know, collegiate wrestler. Um, you know, I just saw he placed at a, uh, grappling tournament. I can't remember which one it is. So, you know, I, I do feel like this is the the striker versus grappler match everybody wants. But I think we're both more well-rounded than that, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, you know, I, the, I, I, tr I train strikers, so I always tell people, you know, for that grappler, he, he better be prepared to try to swim without getting wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's been my motto every time I train my, my strikers. I said, boy, I said, because everybody's like, oh, well, he does this on the ground. I'm like, okay, 
okay, that's fine, but you better tell him. He better get ready to try to swim without getting wet. Man, that's right. I mean, it ain't going to go how you think. You coming in here, you know, you going, there's some bones flying your way. You know? Yeah, they're, they're, they're coming at you. They're coming at you hot. Feel free to steal that if you want to, man. Feel free to steal that if you want to. <laughs> now, um, you fought in in a local scene, and uh, and then your last fight was in LFA. You know, it's a it's a big promotion, and now you're fighting back in the local scene. Is that uh, something that you um, are trying to do? Is to just to climb up the 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 promotion, like we can call it, the promotion ranks or whatever. Or do you like fighting locally just because you know your your uh, your friends and family are around and they're it's much easier for them to co you know watch you fight here in New Mexico. Uh, I definitely uh, would rather work my way up the uh, you know kind of the uh, the promotional hierarchy, as it were. Right. You know, my very first pro fight was with the LFA, and you know I was blessed yep. to be able to even get that in. Then I got to main event the Southwest series, which was great experience. You know, it's always good to too in the amateur career. Uh, I was there Kate side of uh, the Jalil Willis, uh, Harvey Park event. Rob and I were there. So I've been there for most of your fights with the exception being uh, the Anderson fight. So um, what I want to know is you had a, a great performance, a quick finish at LFA, your last fight. So how quickly did uh, Ricky reach out and match you up with Keenan, uh, putting you back in the, in the main event slot here? Uh, I'd say about uh, kind of like beginning of February. Um, at first, I was already back into training. My teammate Mario Moore had a potential matchup. So, you know, we had to get in there and give him that work. Uh, but, you know, that didn't come come through. So uh, I kind of started to bug Heather and Ricky. being like, hey, you know, if you got anything, you know, I'm, I'm here. And, uh, you know, they kind of got back to me like super quick. And they're like, hey, you know, you and Keenan Jackson, it's kind of been the fight that's been like, you know, circling the drain a little bit. You know, it's uh, are you guys ready to get this done? And I said, of course, I'm looking, you know, they all got to get it eventually. So, you know, there's no point in uh, trying to duck anybody, you know. So, uh, yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. <laughs> that's, no, that's good, man. Yeah, I know that LFA stage, I mean, you know, you go out there to, uh, you know, in your next fight, you go out there and show out again. Um, you could be right back there in LFA, uh, or you can be, you know, possibly UFC contender series. You know what I mean? So, what's uh, some options for you going in here? Uh, it's a big time slot. Uh, Ricky puts on a great show up there. Um, you got great support. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people looking forward to see you there. I think that the Jackson fight is a fight that uh, it's going to be a great matchup. Rob will be there, uh, there to cover you, and uh, hopefully we can get some shots of you. That way, you can uh, send them out on Instagram and have our camera guy there too. To you know what I mean? If say it's a quick finish again, man. Yeah, hopefully in my favor. You know, Keenan's an explosive <laughs> dude, so I can't overlook that one. <laughs> yeah, Keenan, uh, I seen him fight too, and uh, <clears throat> he is a very, very explosive fighter. Um, so yeah, man, I am, dude. I you don't know how excited I am to watch you guys uh, get in there in the cage, bro. Because you know, just being able to watch both of y'all live. And now seeing you guys live again, but now facing each other, dude, that, that everybody that's watching right now that lives here in New Mexico, you have to go to this event to watch this main event because it is going to be a fast paced, explosive fight. Um, I mean, both of y'all are just tough as nails 
And like you said, man, you're going to try to get in there and get out as quick as possible. Um, I'm sure Keenan is uh, thinking the same way. So Thoughts crossed my mind, especially just today. You, you saw all over social media that all these uh, big promotions were canceling, not canceling the shows and making them closed events. You know, and, uh, you know, that's all fine and well for like Bellator, UFC and one championship. You know, they got the money to kind of support that but for us on a regional show. You know, a closed door event could potentially just shut the entire show down. So it has been a bit of a concern, but, you know, it's something that's well past our control. All we can do is just continue to prepare as if it's uh, another day. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm going steal to steal the old Terrell Owens lines for this Saturday and tell everybody, get your popcorn ready. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to want to miss it. You ain't going to want to blink. You ain't going to want to turn around and check your phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned that, uh, that you're going to want to fight, you know, in the, the higher tier uh, promotions. Um, do you want to go back and fight with LFA or do you want to try to get your way into like Bellator, you know, finishes? You know, I'm sure Dana White's going to be giving you guys a call and say, hey, let's put you guys into the contender series and, you know, mm -hmm. see who can get that contract. And if you, did, you know, win that fight in the contender series like you've been winning, then I'm sure you're going to get that contract with the UFC, man. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Well, I appreciate the thought, man. I appreciate that. And I hope that's how it goes. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, man. And if you do get a call from the Contender Series, you better let us know because we would love to get you back on the show so we can talk well, about that fight. It would be my pleasure, man. As soon as they call, as soon as they hit me up, it's going my head coach, Frank Gomez, and then I'm calling right to you guys right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right on, man. Um, do you guys have any other questions for uh, our guest tonight? No, nah, I just I just want to say you you know you get that contender series, you know uh, the main thing the main thing I like about you is your style puts puts uh, asses in seats. Everybody loves the knockout. Everybody loves the banger and the knockout. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> They'd be crazy not to not to you know give you a shout, man. They'd be crazy not to. Thank you, thank you, man. That's I kind of been saying that this whole time a little bit, but you know, trying to. I, I said, you, know, you, gotta, you gotta be humble sometimes. You gotta be humble. I said for you the first time we ever talked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why you let us do some of that talking. You know, you know, you 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 do the walking enough. We'll we'll do some of the talking for you, man. We'll hype you. We'll, we'll, we'll hype train you too, man. <laughs> Well, we'll start the sitting ringside hype train for for uh, for Jalen, man. All the way you. to the fucking UFC. <laughs> They'd be crazy not to because it puts asses in seats, man. When you got guys that got heavy hands, fast hands that knock people out, everybody will pay to see that. Mm -hmm. Get your popcorn yeah. ready for uh, April fourth. Don't miss it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, man. Well, Jalen, um, thank you so much for uh, being a guest on our show, man. We really do appreciate it. Um, it was really fun having you on. Um, can't wait to get you back on the show, man. That way when we can talk about your next fight, even if you don't get called by the Contender Series, I mean, even if you get called by the LFA, man, we Somebody. would love to have you back on, man. Yeah. Oh, perfect. 
Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure and it was an honor just to hear that y'all wanted to have Bro, and uh, let's uh, keep in touch. I will see you April 4th. I will have my camera ready and uh, try to, uh, it won't be hard to memorize what your fight is because I'm sure it's going to, you know, be a quick fight. Um, and I'll get a lot of shots for you, brother. Thank you. Get that popcorn ready. I'm either going to sleep. Hey, I'm going to sleep or I'm going to get slept, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens, right? <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. It's always 50-50 stepping in there, baby. Absolutely. Yes, sir. <laughs> Well, thanks again, brother. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful night. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Later. Later. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was cool as hell, man. Right? I liked him. I liked him. I think so each time. I mean, like I, I asked him if Ricky called him right away. I mean, I mean, he had a lot of eyes on him last time you were up there covering that event, Rob. So he's in the main event slot for a reason. Uh, it's going to be a big show, and I think, uh, yeah, Ricky has a good track record of getting um, his guys onto the Contender Series. So, yeah, I think if he gets Keenan Jackson out of there in impressive style, he could possibly see uh, Aylin out, out there to Contender Series this summer. Yep. yep. Absolutely. And that's awesome that he he agreed to come back when, or, or give us the first, uh, you know, info before anybody else so we can put that news out there. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah, he's – He's a cool dude, man. Got a good head on his shoulders too, man. That alone will take him far in this business. Be able to, not not just being able to fight your ass off, but being able to fight your ass off and have a good head on your shoulders, man. Sky's the limit for that dude. Yep. That sky's the limit. Yes, sir. So back to the UFC main event. Man, fuck that. We said enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you we, hey. we hit a, we hit a high on that interview, man. You gonna bring us right back down to the <laughs> All I want to say with this main event is it sucked. It sucked, but <laughs> but Israel destroyed Romero's leg. Yeah, he did. I mean, if you look at Romero, uh, uh, Romero's leg, I mean, mm -hmm. it was fucked up. Romario's yeah, leg. Did you see that video of that uh, that announcer on Fox or something? He was like, we have a, a, oh, a yeah. of something, Romario and Isildurga. <laughs> <laughs> they were reaching. That was reaching right there. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. That was the most action, though, was leg kicking. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was Israel, like Israel did good in, in not to get a lot of punishment from the first, what, the, the, the 10 seconds that you all came in. Like a rookie, man, like someone who ain't been to the show. Yeah, I think I, he, uh, the way it's uh, the fight played out to me, the way I've seen it is uh, that early, the weird first round, uh, whenever uh, Yoel landed that big shot, I don't think Israel was comfortable taking any of those shots uh, in any round. Like, he knew he could probably take, you know, Yoel to the fifth, which it did play out. Um, I thought Yoel would have came on stronger. Like, I, I predicted a third round Yoel rampage, you know what I mean, and really bringing the fight to Adesanya. 
Um, we've seen um, you know, well-tested against uh, Costa. You know what I mean? Costa went at him. Uh, both of these guys were kind of, I don't know. There was a lot on the line, though. I think I understand Israel did what he had to do. Um, millions of dollars yeah. are on his side. You know what I mean? Him getting this win and a uh, lot's different for him if he goes out of there uh, without the belt, losing to Yoel, even if it was a decision. But that Yoel didn't do enough to actually win the title. And I thought he would have done better in the later rounds. Uh, Israel's movement was key. Um, it was just a counter striking fight. Um, kind of very disappointing, very disappointing, but yeah. uh, it leads to uh, the Costa fight, and I think that's the fight that should have this uh, Costa was supposed to be the Yoel Romero here. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be a totally different fight. Um, just yeah, it, it, it's a stinker of a main event. Uh, I think Adesanya did what he had to do. Um, there's going to be fights like this that happen sometime, but this fight was hyped up and ended up being pretty shitty. And nothing, oh, no it was hyped up to the max, bro. Like we I were going to like we were gonna get the Joanne Zhang fight for Israel, <laughs> and that's what it was hyped up to be. And what pisses me off is when from the jump, I, I automatically, the first 30 seconds, minute, you, you already start <laughs> seeing the game plan unfold. Yeah, like it, you automatically when when Israel started taking out that that leg, I said he's just going to take him to deep waters and drown him. He's mm-hmm. he's going to because Romero, all that muscle will weigh on you, man. All that muscle will weigh on you come them later rounds. And like I said, he just did it. That's what he did. He took him to took him to deep waters and dr- and try to drown him. Yep. And I can't even say out drown him or, or take him to drown him. I say he took him to deep waters to try to out swim him. <laughs> right I don't know man right. I know Israel like David said Israel had to do throwing anything for almost a minute just circling you you gotta get that shit out of your head man that's mm-hmm. nope nope they, they look like two people fighting for uh, you can't even say fighting for a contract that's all guys fight for contract harder than that <laughs> them, them, them guys look like something you go see in Backwoods podunk MMA who just want to say they're an MMA fighter kind Bro, of the, the women put them to shame, dude. Put them oh my god, they did. Dude, the crowd was pissed. They were pissed off. I, they, they were they were booing. They were leaving. The, yeah, the, right at the fifth round. If you see the camera panning, dude, like half the people left. And I don't blame them, dude. I, I would be okay with them. Um, Putting that fight behind closed doors for the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the loser should get infected with the coronavirus. See, <laughs> 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 and I think uh, what's what's weird too is like Yoel Romero. I don't think he's ever been finished in a fight. So why not go out there? The man's forty-two years old. He can go out there, guns blazing. I mean, we've seen Adesanya get tested by Calvin Gastelum. Um, you know, he had a great game plan. You know, he went for mm-hmm. the rest. Thing. He tagged him up. That's a uh, one of the fan, a great fight uh, in the middleweight division. Uh, one that you'll remember, you know what I mean? Because in recent times, there hasn't been, you know, fights like that for Adesanya. He went in there against um, Robert Whitaker off a big layoff. Uh, a lot of pressure on the line in that stadium when uh, he became the undisputed champ. But Yoel just did not bring the fight to Adesanya. And we've seen guys that have brought the fight to him, bring out the best in him and take him to war. And I thought Yoel would be that guy, uh, especially mm-hmm. 
comes on strong in the third round. That's what happened to money, bro. He's a millionaire now, bro. He's got that millionaire money. He didn't care. You ain't yeah. hungry no more. You got yeah. another you got another big payday after your million dollar paydays, you know? It's fine. It's uh, true. And and you know the thing about Romero that disappointed me was to me he he hits a lot harder than most of the people Israel's already fought. Yep. And I saw lesser opponents wobble Israel. And I was expecting Romero to come out and be a pit bull and either finish Israel, which I didn't think was going to happen, or come out and bring that that uh, best out of Israel and step yep. his game up to another level that he could be at. But none oh, of that yeah. should happen. That, and, I mean, may, maybe, it's, maybe it's our fault for, you know, expectations in our head compared to the actual fight but still don't give me a hype train making me think these expectations you know true and you all walked away with 350k yeah i mean if if he's gonna get paid 350k then i'm sure in his head and his mind was like well i mean that's nothing compared to what i already have Yep. So I'm just going to play it safe, walk around for five rounds, not try not to get hurt, and walk away with, you know, no medical yeah. suspensions and have a, yeah. you know, some change to a party. And that's that's going to vacations. That, yeah, that's either vacation saying? money or that's gambling money, whatever he's going to yeah, do with it. One of the two. It's pocket change, it's pocket change to compare to what he's yeah. got in the bank. Yeah, he just went shopping with 350k. Yeah, yeah. What did they bought himself, bought himself another car? I yeah, went out. I bought myself a new car. He's very nice, man. <laughs> He's very nice. That's it, man. That is it right there. He just. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah, who does he fight next? Though, like, who did like Joao Romero were mentioning? Yeah, he's got dollars. Yeah, who cares? You fight like yeah. that, man. You 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 exposed yourself. You you exposed yourself. But we know who has to fight next on. Yeah. Well, he's the yeah. champ. He's still got to fight. You know what I mean? He, he's yeah. The, he, yeah, he's he's still got to put his back against the wall and, you know, get in there with some uh, quality opponents. <clears throat> but Romero, fuck, no one gets to his next fight going to be against um, Ricky Martin. Yeah, he <laughs> left, dude. The fight was so boring, he yeah, left. Dude. He's the number one contender. <laughs> Total trolled him, dude. That was awesome. He was looking for him at the end of the fight. He was already gone. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think Paulo Costa knocked Adesanya out this summer, though. They had a book that I think it's in July, the the date they wanted for the international fight week. And I think uh, Paulo Costa goes out there and and just takes him out. And I think it's going to be a humbling, like a nasty loss. Because uh, Costa, did you guys see that picture or who posted it on the chat? The oh my chat god, photo? dude, he looked fucking huge, huge bro. <laughs> what the hell? What I are mean, you eating down there. He looked like he was what almost walking around at three hundred pounds. <laughs> Pure muscle. He looked like a fucking beast. Like like he turned into the Hulk. He turned into Anthony yeah. Rumble Johnson. <laughs> fucking rumble (laughs) oh my god dude and what a a question for y'all too like uh, i think i heard daniel cormier or a a business comment but like does this loss hurt the stock of that like i mean we know he's gonna fight paulo costa he's the undefeated middleweight champ he's in like rare territory 
Um, you know what I mean? So does it hurt his stock? Or, I mean, is Adesanya still got that the John Jones hype and, you know, the possibility of them fighting? Nope. Dude, nope. I don't you think better not hurt. even mention John Jones ever Over. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100% agree. Yeah. Not at, not after uh, not after say people can bash John about coke steroids where that motherfucker still puts on a show. Motherfucker still goes out there and handles his business to the top of his fucking game. To damn near, I hate to say it because I'm not a big fan of him, but I'm not a fan of him outside the cage. I'm a fan of him inside the cage because when he when he comes, he comes to get it. He comes to bring it. Uh, he'll he'll back up what he says. He won't give you a hype on a countdown. And not try to live up to that hype. And sometimes we think he comes up on the short end of the stick, and he still pulls out those uh, uh, decisions. Those decision wins. But he still tried to do what he said, you know. So I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, he better never say. He, Israel better never say uh, Jones's name again. I mean, because if if he comes out and does the same shit again he did with Romero, I mean, he's just gonna get eight. He's just gonna get eaten. I mean. And you know what's but kind of a. I don't. You know I don't think it's gonna hurt Adesanya's stock. I mean, it's just he's still the champ, you know, and everybody's yeah. gonna root for the champ no matter what, you know, hate him or or, or mm. like him. <clears throat> they're still I, gonna. I think... They're still gonna root for him unless, you know, unless you know some shit goes down or whatever, and if it's you know Pablo, you know he's he's. Costa's just going to come in and he's going to destroy he's Adesanya. He's going to force bro. Adesanya to get out of that comfort zone, bro. He's going to force him. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Easy. Yep. You know what would be a pressure for Adesanya? I don't know if it'll happen. I would love to see it happen. Is uh, the Adesanya um, eraser fight and Jones and Jan Blakowicz on that same card uh, international mm. fight. Yep. yep. That would be awesome. We, we just need to go be the real matchmakers for him. <laughs> They're hey, matchmakers and making the main event and co-main event fights. That ain't no shit. Because <laughs> because Saturday we would have said, "All right, stipulation is loser gets injected by the coronavirus," <laughs> and it would have been a fuck ton better of, of the main event. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so now not knowing that uh, the uh, live scoring is coming. Um, you know, Oklahoma is, or is it Oklahoma or Kansas? Kansas. Kansas. They are, uh, you know, they, they're using the, the live scoring. Do I don't you think, think that, do you think this fight was going to make a dip? You don't think it would have been a difference if they used the live scoring saying, hey, Yoel, you know, you're losing here. Well, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, they can still screw them with the live scoring. You know, you can still get get screwed through live scoring. Uh, shitty judging is going to be shitty judging whether you show it live or wait till the end. You know? I yeah, mean, I, I don't... but I just think that if it's still like a live scoring and if they, even if it's a, a shitty judging and they say, you know, shit, I thought I was winning this fight and now they have me losing, that'll probably make that opponent or that fighter, you know, pick it up a notch to... Try to win that fight, you know. Try mm-hmm. to get that submission win or knockout. Um, now, do, do y'all remember when boxing used to do this? Oh yeah, boxing used to do it in the eighties. Yep. And to me, it'll, it'll get 
eventually it'll go it'll go right back underneath bridge underneath uh water underneath the bridge because mm-hmm. it it limitates what you just said, Berto, the performance. It, it puts a little bit of cap on the performance because like you said, they won't say, Hey man, about this many rounds now. Okay. Nope. It's and and it, it kinda I think I think you'll get water underneath the bridge again, like I said, because it's I hate to say it, but it's a way you can fuck over the fighters. It, it's a way you can semi fix the fight with shitty judges that you know will lean one way or the other. I mean, you watch you watch an Oscar De La Hoya uh, Golden Boy card. There's always one Golden Boy fucking re- uh, judge on there. <laughs> that and, is true, and, yep. and it'll, it'll it'll be the same way uh, with the uh, UFC. And like I said, it it, it doesn't change. All it's going to do is make a bigger uproar, which they'll they'll end up just dropping it. In my opinion, uh, it's just going to bring a bigger uproar to shitty judges and expose how shitty all the judges are, really. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it'll, it'll make people fight harder, but it's still not going to change. I don't think it really changed the outcome, sadly. Yeah, because a lot of these fighters, you know, they come in with that mindset of I'm going to come in there and I need to knock this fool out. Well, and I need to killed. win this fight no matter what. Who it is, unless it's Yoel versus Adesanya, you know they just danced around. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, I mean, a perfect but... perfect example of that of coming in there and trying to win is you know Zhang versus uh, Joanna. No doubt. I mean, no both doubt. these both these females were, were wanting to come in and destroy one another, and they did that. Now I'll say this: I I like the judging in that fight. And they didn't need open. They didn't need the open scoring to show <laughs> these girls said, "Fuck that, true. Fuck, fuck my opponent. We're going out there, going nose to nose. Tough <laughs> person's gonna come out victorious." I mean, and and the thing was is they both knew they both had a chance of losing that fight. Like yeah. they they were it, it, it hides that anticipation of that. Oh man, who's got this? Who's got this? I mean that that's what I don't like about it. Is it is it takes away that anticipation of damn that was a great fight who got it Rockman yeah it was it, it, was, it was Rockman versus somebody and Rockman's got his right here on the side of his head and it went all the way to the back of his head and looked like yeah, a water balloon yeah sitting on his head the other one was Fernando mm-hmm. Vargas and I can't remember who Vargas was fighting I almost want to say it was him and Shane Mosley like two but uh. Vargas got one about the spot, and they stopped his. I mean, so it very easily could have got stopped. I think I think it would have gone stopped if Zing would have been able to get Joanna down onto the ground and mounted her and started dropping those, uh, you know, the, the ground and pound, elbowing yeah. the forehead. Then I think that's where the doctor could have been, like, or the ref could have stopped the fight. Because you don't want to get so much damage to those hematomas. And I think in boxing, it's yep. a lot different just because everybody's always aiming for the head for, for something. Somebody would have stopped that fight. Now, I got a question for you, Rob. Is you, you're in the med- medical field. Do they drain that? Mm-hmm. Do, do they drain that? Where all the where the <clears throat> swelling is, where that where the hematoma is, do they drain it or do they just let it go down naturally? 
It depends how bad the hematoma is and where it's located. Because, you know, in the forehead, anywhere on the head, we bleed like crazy. Yep. So if you can imagine if they would have just, like, poked a hole or whatever, that shit would have drained. And then what? All that skin. It would have been like a blister. You know when you get a blister on your hand or on your feet or whatever? And you pop that blister and that skin would have been, you know, like that on her forehead. So I'm sure they iced it, did whatever they could to put that swelling down. Now, if they drained it, I don't know. I mean, that's another way of doing that with the hematomas. But yeah, that's it, fucked up. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they iced the shit out of it to, to bring the swelling down. Okay. Damn. I was wondering, man. I always wonder how they fix those. Yeah, because it, it cause it's full of fluid in there. Yeah. And it, and your skin is like stretched out. So I'm they had to have iced it and wrapped your head around and kept that you know cold to bring that hematoma yeah. down. And if like, it doesn't go down, then next step. Poke a hole and then you got a big old flap of skin on top. It's just waving around there, saying hi to everybody. <laughs> look, look, looking like that, looking like that wrinkly head dude off of a uh, Star Trek. There you go. <laughs> hey, if this fight was in a UFC or in Norfolk, Virginia, it would have been stopped by that shitty ass ref, uh, right? Spike Carlisle, Alon Cruz, right? But it was in bed. Because he's uh, older, probably. He's probably seeing something that he can look into and say, oh, okay, he, he's not the guy he was four years ago, three years ago. You Oscar, know what I mean? Oscar's probably like, yo, Canelo, guess what? Check out this video I got. Mm-hmm. Now we can take him. Yep. There, there's something in there for him just to take it like that out of nowhere, you know? Because for him to, to, to duck him, you know, a while back, and now it's saying, hey, now you know what? Hell yeah, I'll fight him. Yeah, it's because it, there's 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 some some leaked footage or somebody in his camp, you know, is saying, hey, it's I it, think it's it, your time. That and there's really no one left for Canelo to fight. Yeah, that that's true. And, and he's too small, in my opinion, to move up to 75 permanently. Like, you want to ask him? <laughs> Hey, yeah, let's, let's ask Canelo. Go break, break him up to the camera, Dave. Yeah, no, that's good that you brought that up, too, because, like, I mean, as many, like, the events, like, the coronavirus is uh, affecting, I mean, what, Canelo's going to fight Billy Joe in an empty arena in Vegas? I mean, what's really going on, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't see Oscar to postpone any kind of fight. I don't see Oscar to uh, – I don't see Oscar or Golden Boy to make that fight. Like, um, like I, I always wonder if it's going to be like a flu thing and die off some as it warms up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta see what the government's going to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yep. they're the ones in control of this shit. That ain't no yeah. shit. <laughs> You heard it first here, conspiracy theory on sitting ringside. Sitting ringside, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for another show. Yep, that's that information is on another show, not here. Yeah, that's that's on your show, Arlo. That's on your your uh, your <laughs> other show that you have, your conspiracy theory show. That, that ain't no joke, man. That ain't no joke. That's a uh, when's your next episode? File. 
When's my next episode? Uh, probably about a week. We got some things we're doing with my production team on the show that uh, they're getting. It was originally just me and one, me and my uh, producer, and that's it. But, man, we've been getting so much stuff, so much interviews, so many other things. He had to actually bring in an editing team to oh, start wow. working. Yeah, to start helping him chop up and put everything in order the way he liked it. Nice. Yeah, so we got about another week or so, and then I'll be live somewhere, random places, making ass <laughs> out of myself. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is gonna be interesting to see. Um because the only people you're gonna hear is the ref, your corner the fighters, and the corner. That's it. And, so and maybe the commentators. Like, be, uh, yeah, it'll be like the prelims throughout the whole card, right? In America. True. It's gonna be exactly like that. It's gonna be like the, the prelims. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Only in America, though, because in Australia and uh, New Zealand, they packed that house out for the prelims. So. Shit, that, that place is packed before the early prelims start. Yeah, see? Yeah. I, I wonder if it's going to affect the uh, OKC one that, that me and you are trying to get into, Rob. Um, like I said, man, it all depends on how this coronavirus is going to be affecting the, the here, affect us here in the States. That's the only thing. I mean, there's already been three cases in Oklahoma. Yep. So, you know, fans are usually the ones that bring the show. Um, the fighters always want to put in 110% of all their fights just because they want to make it into a pay-per-view event. Um, so it's going to be a good uh, a good fight. I mean, we have uh, Trinaldo fighting uh, McDessie, so that's going to be another, you know, banging fight right there. Johnny Walker's fighting. I mean, it's a lot of guys that are going to be on this car that uh, a lot of people know the name. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be good. What, what fight are you uh, looking forward to this one, uh, David? The Johnny Walker fight. Yeah, not not the easiest opponent, but he could be the goat from Jurassic Park to get uh, Johnny Walker back on track. So, uh, being that it's down in Brazil, I think Walker's got to come back strong and um and finish this fight, which I see him doing. And uh, yeah, after losing that fight to Corey Anderson, seeing what happened to him, uh, Walker needs this win. And I think he's my favorite fighter. I, they, his 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 fight nickname should walk out as Black Label. <laughs> If my name was Johnny Walker, my and I was a fighter, my my fight name would be Black Label. Black <laughs> that's Label. Why, that, that, that's why I root for the dude, man. I like him. I like I like his wits. This is some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think that Johnny Walker fight is gonna be a banging fight, man. Just like you said, David. You know, it's it's gonna be a good fight for him um, out there in Brazil. So, um, yeah. Moicano too, isn't he moving up a weight class? Because I think he's moving to lightweight, right? Because he's previously at 145 or so. He's actually moving up in this fight. Uh, Johnny? Uh, Renato Moicano's actually fighting at lightweight. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Renato's fighting at lightweight. Yeah. Yeah, so he is moving up a weight class. Um, let's see how he does there, man. I think he's going to be good at that weight just because he's always been the bigger dude on the, you know, um, where he's been fighting at now. Um, so 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what uh, how he does there. But Renato is a is a beast of a fighter, man. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. And then Damian Maya, Gilbert Burns, uh, think somebody's probably going to get choked out in that fight. So look forward to you know seeing those two guys do it. Uh, old school veteran, you know what I mean? Damian Maya against Gilbert Burns, who's a very skilled YouTube uh, guy. So I think that fight uh, placement on the card. I mean. Damian Maya fights on every single card in Brazil, so this is, uh, you know what I mean? If you're familiar, you know, because th- this is going to be a weird event, though. Like you said, it's going to be a closed show in Brazil. We've never seen it happen before, so uh, I- I'm going to be watching the card, I mean, top to bottom, so I'm, I'm yeah. interested in this card, top to bottom, and I think, um, yeah, a lot of the fights early will probably deliver leading into the main card. Uh, Charles Oliveira on a huge run uh, at, uh, I mean, right now, fighting Kevin Lee, Seeing what Kevin Lee did to Gregor Gillespie, uh, the camp switch to TriStar Gym um, was, was definitely beneficial for him. I think had he not got the win over Gregor, he might have been cut from the UFC. Uh, but now he's facing a tough Charles Oliveira who's fought the, the best you know I mean, at lightweight, at featherweight. So I think this is a, another huge test for Kevin Lee in Brazil, fighting a guy like Charles Oliveira down there. Yep. For sure, man. And, you know, and there's another event that's uh, happening tomorrow that's going to be behind closed doors, Bellator. Yeah. You know, and Bellator, they uh, announced today, and I published that too, that they, uh, you know, they're not letting media. We were supposed to be there covering that event, actually. But um, I got the news from Bellator and that they're not going to let media in. Um, So it's going to be another another quiet event um, with Bellator tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll actually see the first uh, MMA event. Absolutely. It'll be real interesting. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, guys, can't believe it, but it's almost time to close the show, man. This this hour and a half flew by quick. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. They always do. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you guys need to see a list of uh, who, um, what events have been canceled or postponed, um, everybody just head out to the website. You'll see it on there or go to the, to the Facebook page um, and just scroll down and you'll see all the announcements of all the fights that were postponed or canceled. Because uh, uh, James Kirkland was supposed to fight this weekend, but they canceled that fight. Um, or that event actually so um, CES boxing was was supposed to be happening right now but they uh, actually canceled their event too so oh man this uh, hopefully this coronavirus uh, doesn't affect us all um, here in the next uh, month or so and that way we can get back on it and uh, start covering events and let you know give the fans what they love to do is you know show up to these events support their fighters and uh you know, make them money. <laughs> you know, as of right now, the uh, XFN uh, heavyweight kickboxing tournament, it's still a go. It's still open to the public. Right on. When yeah, is that again? It's going to be in Tulsa at the uh, uh, River Spirit Casino. Is that going to be, be next weekend? Uh, no, it'll be the 27th. The 27th. Oh, okay. So on that Friday. Yep. Right on. Yeah, there's awesome. still uh you know what's crazy too, talking about cancellations. I got the email today from uh USA Boxing saying the events I was gonna take my kids to. It's oh. it's been they've been postponed. Everything, yeah. man. 
everything. Well, I'm glad that it's getting postponed and uh, pushed back just because you don't want to get that crowd. You know what I mean? You don't want yep. people to be around so many crowds. I mean, David's ready. He's got his mask on uh, for tonight. You, so he ain't going to get it. You got your mask. Latino twang, you know, with it. That's, <laughs> that's up. why he, they should they should have let you do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much, man. It's a, another fun night hanging out with y'all, um, talking about you know fights and shit. Um, shout out to our sponsor, Rio Grande Hemp. Um, shout out to Fight.tv. We are working on getting our shows back on there. Um, I have Jay working on that. Um, he got he uh, is going to help us out, upload and, and download and do all that stuff that we need to do to get our shows back onto Fight TV. So um, once we get all our episodes up there, I will be posting it so y'all can uh, watch the reruns. Um, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe there for us too. The more subscribers, once we get to five k to one k to five k then we'll be able to do a lot of giveaways. Yep. So please help us out there. Um, help our YouTube channel grow because that's the only way that we'll be able to get these giveaways uh, done. Um, and shout out to everybody that's uh, been supporting us since day one. I mean, we're already uh, a year in. Um, so thanks a lot, uh, you know, for the support. And, uh, you know, Rudy, thanks so much, man, for being our producer. You always kick ass on doing all of that. And uh, thanks to you guys as well. Um, Arlo, like we always do, close out the show, brother. All right, like we always do about this time. You know, I'm going to say and throw something out here a little real quick. People don't need to go freak out like, like people's been doing. Just go live your lives. Wash your hands. Take the proper precautions. Quit buying all the fucking toilet paper up, and just keep living. Okay, trust me, it's gonna be okay. Like we always do about this time, when you want the best seat in the house, baby, there's only one place to be. That's sitting here with us, sitting ringside every Thursday till next week. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>